With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East. The Mark of the Beast. The European Superstate. Russia. China. Syria. And more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible. And be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong. And for the next hour, we're going to have a special guest, Susan Puzio from Prophetic News here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, just, just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Uh, I'd just like to remind y'all to catch us uh, every Sunday night at 7 o'clock, starting this week. Uh, we're going to be going for um so at seven o'clock east eastern standard time. Uh so we're gonna be going um that time might change too. But we're gonna be going uh two hours straight uh just talking about Bible prophecy, which we should have a lot to talk about being that current situation in the Middle East. Um for all for all of the people who ask uh especially on um some of the websites and uh, and some of our other venues. Uh, where's the war? Well, the war that that we've been talking about for a while. So y'all, my witnesses. See, uh, a lot of these ministries and stuff just popped up out of nowhere, and and they're saying that uh, you know uh we we've been warning y'all for a while and uh it, i've been listening to some of these ministries for a while and some of them haven't been warning anybody of anything um and some of them just started um <laughs> so i've been here since 2009 which is not a long time but the thing is is that some of these ministries are coming up you know saying that i mean They've been warning people of things that are coming. I heard this one guy, and he's on Blog Talk Radio, and he says his his ministry is the only ministry telling you the truth. Now, does that speak volumes or what? Just think about it. The Bible says God resists the proud 
and give grace to the humble. He also says that he 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 who does not uh, come into the kingdom of God as a little child should not inherit the kingdom should not inherit heaven. So here's this cat on Blog Talk Radio saying that he's the only person, little bitty him now, little bitty him is saying that he's the only true ministry. Now, I don't even say that, and some of the big ministries don't even say that. When you get like that, folks, we got problems. But what I'm trying to say to y'all is I've been around for a while, um, and I've been getting punched at, yelled at, not literally, but over the air, over the airwaves, that that I haven't, you know, I, where's your war? You know, little smart comments like that. Where's your war? I'm, saying, I'm not looking for a war. You want one? I'm just warning people about the war. So they are my witnesses that, yeah, I've been talking about this for a while. Um, do we want war? No, I don't want war. Some guys get so excited that the masters is going to get blown up. You want to give them a diaper and a bib. Because they saliva and all over the place. Now, I want to see Christ, Jesus Christ come back. And the best, the best news that I've seen is that Damascus is getting flushed out. Now, how many people are leaving that still, um, still remain uh, in the open? But uh, I'm hopefully that Israel, once they decide to do Isaiah 17, <coughs> excuse me, I got a little cough, um, Hopefully they drop leaflets or just tell people to get out of Dodge before they drop the bomb because Ezekiel um, 38 and 39 is right around the corner. But Isaiah, Isaiah 17, it never said a lot of people that people were dead. It just said that uh, that Damascus would be a ruinous heap. Now, the definition of city, I don't have a dictionary next to me. I can look it up online. But I want to find out the definition of city. And uh, let me see the definition of city. I don't want Spokane. I just want to know the definition of city. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat. Uh-oh. It didn't do it. And, and, and like, the reason why I'm saying this, okay, it says, City is a relatively large and permanent settlement. Uh, there, there is no agreement on how a city is distinguished from a town within general English language, meaning many cities have a particular administration. Legal. So they really don't say a city is made up of people. So the reason why I'm saying that is because if it says Damascus, which is a city, should be a ruinous heap. It doesn't necessarily mean people was in it. Now, if it said like Ezekiel 38 and 39 and, you know, one sixth of the army should be dead or killed, or if it says in the word of God and the gospels that they shall kill you and they think they're doing God a service, or it says no man shall buy or sell unless he has the mark, and if you don't have the mark, you'll lose your head. It doesn't say that in um, <clears throat> Isaiah 17 that Damascus lost millions of people or thousands of people. It just said it's, it's no longer a city. In other words, you can't inhabit it for that time being. <laughs> so for those who are wanting 
uh, Damascus to be destroyed. Shame on you if you're not praying for Damascus and the people to get out of it. But also shame on me for being so hard on you. But um, yeah, but I want Christ Jesus Christ to come back. And when you see signs, we get excited. But just off of whose boot screens we're going to get excited on, we should butter it up in prayer and uh, make sure that prayer is uh, the vehicle in which these prophecies are to be fulfilled. Um, so I'm hoping y'all out there having a good week. I, I'm having a fine week right now. Um, I'm just noticing that uh, over the time, last couple of months, uh, even with in my household, my kids are uh, getting to mirror Second uh, Timothy three. Now, somebody want to send me some? If send me a, a good will card, I would love one right about now for parents. Um, not all of my kids are bad, but I'm telling you right now, Second Timothy Second uh, Timothy three it was really manifesting. Uh, there were supposed to be some witches who, on eleven, 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 who went out to uh, pray or do their version of prayer over the country, and uh, it seems to me that their prayers came in to be a very effective. Now, let me uh, talk about uh, the the ninth of all right quick, which is. Supposed to be the worst time in, in Jewish culture history, and I know since uh, since the last century, things have happened on the ninth of all, meaning that uh, Adolf Hitler gave the decree to destroy the Jews, um, even though the Spanish Inquisition happened a couple hundred years ago. Uh, that still brings me back to reminders of that. Plus. Uh, uh, did I always say World War Two? World War One happened on uh, the ninth of all, which was in August, and I think that's where they got the uh, term "the guns of August." Uh, so, ninth of all happens to be the ninth day of the month of all, which the month of all was also a time where uh, they have had most of their tragedies, and their first and second temples were destroyed also on this time. Now, um, as far as the 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 time that we live in now, uh, there's also another thing that's going on on the 20th, from the 20th to the 27th, which is uh, called a um, the de- well Satanists go and they they offer sacrifices and they it, it's a ritual time for them. It's a cleansing time before they totally uh, make the ultimate sacrifice, which would be this year on the 27th. So it starts on the 20th of July, and it ends on the 27th, which happens to be the same time the Olympics start. Um, the, t- the month, the uh, time of off, which happens to be the 9th of all, which is the worst day on that in that month for the Jewish people, happened to coincide with the 27th, of the satanic uh, uh, ritual, satanic sacrifice day, which happens to also fall on the 27th. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because 
some people are believing that uh, the Olympics, would, it only happens every four years, is going to end up being a sacrifice for the New World Order. In other words, before they start their grand New World Order, they're going to have to give an ultimate sacrifice in order to do it. Now, if you were in the entertainment world at any time, uh, you if you've studied the entertainment world at any time, you probably would recognize and realize uh, what I'm talking about. And a lot of those entertainment entertainers now, since at least the late 80s, maybe even earlier, had well, probably actually earlier in the 60s, because you know Jimi Hendrix and all those guys died at 27 years old. Janis Joplin, the door, the guy from the Doors. All those people died at 27 years old. So um, I'm waiting for Susan to call in. I might not. She may not. She might have just got mixed up. Uh, but uh, if she doesn't call in, that's fine. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna go on to uh, Facebook and see if I uh oh, and see if I can locate her. But if not, that's fine. We we just continue on for the rest of the time. Uh, and so, yeah, I believe this is one thing I believe is going to happen on uh, the Olympics for the whole entire duration. <laughs> so it's like 15 or two weeks. I believe that um, the the opening ceremony will be enriched, enriched with occultic symbolism. And and in this time, I believe that the Satan worshippers will call to their presence the other gods of the underworld, and uh, they will produce the utopia that they have been looking for on planet Earth. Now, I also believe that the uh, demons will fill in the gaps for this and, and endeavor that they think. It is the gods, but it is actually the demons of the Bible. Now, in Ephesians chapter 6, the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and high places. And um, these happen to be demons. So, demons are playing the parts of our culture as our culture tries to get in touch with the other side. Uh, I had uh, my stepdaughter and my daughter went over to somebody's house to have, they had a birthday party and that was last summer. And she said that they started trying to play with the Ouija board and stuff like that. So she got scared and she called me to come pick her up a little bit earlier. And I started, you know, I said, yeah, you did the right thing. Um, says in a, <coughs> excuse me, Ephesians six twelve, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and against the rulers of, of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Now Satan is in the third heaven, but underneath the earth is locked up demons, and these demons are. Uh, ready to come out and reap habit on this earth. And see, Satan knows that. And see, Satan understands that God is going to give permission for these demons to come out. Now, 
The reason why God does that is because it's part of God's plan. And the Bible says in, 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 in God shall send them a strong illusion that they'll believe the lie. Now, what the strong illusion is, is left up to speculation. But in God's word, it talks about the Antichrist or the man of sin not being revealed, the one who exalts himself above every God and the one that sitteth in the temple and claims himself to be God. And then it says that we now we know what restrains him or what keeps him away. And we know that what keeps him away is the Holy Spirit. Uh, and uh, the Holy Spirit is the one that that restrains evil. So if you read the book of John, no, the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John states that yeah, this is a uh, this is a restraint. The, the Holy Spirit, what I'm trying to say is the restrainer, and he reproves men of their sins. He keeps the sins suppressed. Through the vehicle, partially, uh, well, I ain't going to say partially, through the vehicle of the church. Um, so I don't know what measure that is, because God says that he his, He gives the spirit without measure. Um, so we don't know what, uh, we don't know ourselves if, um, so in the last days, the Holy Spirit will be taken out of the way and the man of sin will be revealed. But at the same time, uh, the church, at the same time the church is gone, the Holy Spirit will be taken out and it will return back in the Old Testament ways where he should pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And if you read uh, the gospel, actually, if you read the Old Testament, um, it says in the whole in the spirit comes upon them. Now there's a few times where it said the spirit comes in him, but most of the time it says to the prophets that the spirit come upon them. Now in the Holy in the in the New Testament it says that the spirit is in them. Um, so Jesus will come and reside in the New Testament saints, but in the Old Testament he came upon them. So he, he God was with them. But he was upon them, but now he's in them. He says, uh, "Greater, greater is he that is in you, in you, than he is in, in the world." So the devil is in the world, but the Holy Spirit is in you, and it makes you powerful, all powerful. Uh, and that is the greatest thing that you can ever have. Um, so let me, I'm going to check my email to see if Susan maybe tried to get in contact with me. Uh, so I'm on airplane mode on my computer, on my on my phone. So I have to come out of airplane mode. And then I have to see if there's any emails. Because I'm on my computer, but I, I it would be faster to do my um, phone. So the beautiful thing about having a cell phone is, uh, I can all it's really quick and really fast so yeah I, I was thinking about doing a uh, 
a network again and trying to get it. But I, I think it's too late in the game. It's too late in the game for that. Uh, I believe that um, I could be, you know, it could be 24 months. That's still quick. But I, I believe it's too late in the game to be trying to do a network and all this other stuff. And uh, I just I just think it would be feasible from, from, for, you know, I'll, I'll pray about it, but I'm pretty sure this is what where what I you know God is leading me to do is is just to stay stay away from you know all the you know every everything that has to do with you know being responsible for a network because network is you're more responsible <coughs> a little bit more responsible than you would have used by yourself and uh, I enjoyed doing the network the last time when I had a few of the ladies on. Uh, Susan Puzio and um, Brenda Johnson and Chris Week. Uh, we had, we it was pretty neat doing it then. But I thought about it. But I should have went to the Lord quicker. Uh, but I don't think that's what He wants me to do. The time is short. Uh, like I say, two years it goes by really darn fast. And uh, I do believe that we are in the end times. Uh, I just noticed that my uh, the 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 computer was never taping the whole time because I was doing a tape on my Wirecast program and it was never taping the whole time. Now, if I gave her, I, I'm hoping I didn't tell her ten o'clock. Um, I have to go back and look at our emails and see if I can get to the emails because I'm hoping I didn't tell her ten o'clock or even ten a.m. Or seven a.m. That's what I'm hoping I didn't do, and that that's not good <laughs> because I had told her seven o'clock my time, but I'm hoping it was not. Uh, I hope I didn't accidentally put a.m. there. So let me go to my emails first because I never go into Facebook. I never go into Facebook. Uh, Unless it's going straight to my emails, and the reason why I do that is because I've been I've been burned before, and uh, I don't I don't want to get burned again. So I'm I'm gonna go and see what what time I say, what time did I say? And I was looking forward to having her on tonight. Well, but let me see. Maybe she even tried to email me. And tried to tell me she wasn't gonna be able to come on. Uh, okay. Let me see. I'm hoping I didn't say uh I don't see where it is. Uh, I, I don't see the time I told her. So she's not, She maybe she had to do something. Um, I don't see the time on here. Uh, I don't see the time. Let me see if I can scroll up. Nope. It just says yesterday, yesterday, this guest number. Let us cover some of the Middle East 
No, no. I don't see anything. So we're just going to go ahead and finish up here. Um, but um, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a lot of uh, uh, satanic attacks in, in most in every category, every area of my life. Uh, and I'm seeing the dysfunctional family as far as the Christians are concerned. Now, I'm not one of those people who get, you know, frustrated and stuff like that. I kind of, you know, get my feelings hurt sometimes. But that's not a reason to back off from Christians or brothers and sisters. I, I can never be accused of backing off too far now. What I can be accused is never going too forward. And what I mean by that is when somebody, you know, you know that humans seem to get really uh, sentimental. And see, the the English language does not allow you to speak too much in one shot unless you'll be a speed talker. Remember that one speed talker back in the 80s? You know, remember him? Well, sometime when I'm talking to my wife, you can say one thing and... Just off that one thing, I mean, people are, she's assuming that you you mean six different directions. And and that's a, that's that's the human language. I mean, that's that's how people, that's one thing I, I mean, let me explain what I'm saying. Cause, I mean, if I said to you uh, that uh, I'm going to buy that dirt bike over there, and you said, that's going to be a lot of money. Or if you said, uh, you're going to get yourself killed. Or if you said, uh, we still got kids. Well, I'm just using that as an example. And they, I mean, you can use it with anybody else. I mean, you could take one sentence in the human, in the English language, and you can run 25 different directions with it. And my husbands know what I'm talking about. And you have to be really careful, even around fans, some sensitive friends, and real sensitive friends where you just got to say the right thing or they think you're talking about them. Have you ever been around somebody like that where you just got to be, you got to be really sensitive. You got to be really cautious, like a relative that comes over for Thanksgiving. You got to be really cautious or you might just hurt their feelings. Or even your daughter or your kids. You got to be really cautious. And if you if you if you try to correct the kid, they say you guys are always jumping on me, <laughs> and it's like, are you serious? <laughs> and the reason why I say all of this is because in, in the Christian faith, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of offenses, and you gotta be offended. Some people on blog talk say. I'm not going to go to church because those Christians, you know, you always, I got hurt too many times. And that's understandable. I've gotten hurt. I've gotten hurt big time in church, but I don't, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm going to back off, you know, to some, I got my kids all the time. And, and, and I, I, I never say I'm going to back off, um, you know, fellowshipping or trying to, you know, hang out with Christians because, or even going to church. The Bible says, do not forsake, forsake the gathering assemblies of yourself. And that's, that speaks that in Hebrews. And if God is saying, do not forsake the gathering assemblies of yourself. And he says, he says, you do, you do not keep my commandments. 
Uh, let me try to find Hebrews. I got to remember what what um, what chapter it's at. <coughs> Excuse me. So I got a little recorder running at the same time. Uh, and uh, it's supposed to have been not for blog, not for YouTube. I was just doing it for my own sake. But um, I um, I was uh, doing a video, and I um, let me see. I can't. I, I knew it was in Hebrews. I don't think it was any other any other book. Maybe it was in verse thirteen. And it, I know, I know, I saw that in, in in Hebrews. But anyway, I'm taking up some people's time. But um, yes, it says, "Do not forsake the gathering and assemblies of yourselves." And uh, that's that's big on God's part because we are family, the body of Christ. If one part of the body says to the other, "I don't need you," you know, go away, go away, finger. You know, that's what that's that's what's happening. And people say, "Well, I'm I'm not being disobedient to God," you know, because I uh, don't go to church. Yes, you are. You're being disobedient. And uh, I think we 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 all should examine ourselves because uh, if we're disobedient to Christ, then I mean I have to I have to look at myself right now. I'm doing a rapture check. I'm doing a check check double check. I used to have a sergeant uh, when I was in the army. He used to say, you know, about your wep- weapons. He said, check check double check check check. You know, m- meaning keep checking, make sure you don't have no rounds in there. Make sure your weapon's clean. Make sure your weapon's, you know, you're not missing any pieces. <coughs> Make sure your weapon has oil in it. And, you know, you got to keep checking. The Bible says to check, you know, examine ourselves. It also says in Second um, Corinthians ten twelve that if a brother thinks he's stand or a sister, let him check himself just in case they fall. Um, and it says that there's no... Uh, sin that is uncommon to man, that's common to man that's not common to man that y- you might not get taken off with. Now, if you are a, a a person who used to dabble in porn, I suggest that you take all the measures to stay out of it. Just like a football team who went to the Super Bowl, the next year or the year two years later or three years later, they do everything that they did the first time to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, you if you win if the, if you if you're overcomer, even by our faith, you continue to be overcomer by your faith. You don't you don't take your eyes off Jesus because you think you got it together. I mean, the sexual addictions are too strong. You need the Holy Spirit to free you from the bondages of sins. You can't just free yourself, or else you'd have freed yourself a long time ago. Now, remember, the Bible says that Jesus has come to set the captives free. Now, if if you are uh, if you are saved once, like on the cross, and you say, well, okay, I said one prayer five, ten, twenty years ago, and then you ask, ask, yes, your pastor, why I can't stop sinning, I'm going to ask you, how, how close are you to the power source? If you want to, if you want to wash your car, 
and you got electric um, steamer or electric washer, and you have to plug it in, uh, and, and 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 you telling me, well, when I see you in the street, and you got the you got the cleaner right next to you, but it's not plugged into the source, I'm gonna think you need to have some Looney Tune doctors come and get you, because I'm gonna say, well, you know you're supposed to be plugged in, right? But see, that don't work in the Christian faith like that because a lot of us are scared to offend anybody. I might hurt your feelings. You know, I hate when parents say they might hurt their kids' feelings. They say, well, had you hurt your kids' feelings 20 years ago, your kid wouldn't be in prison now. Uh, and, and and hello, hello, anybody out there? We, I mean, seriously, if you if you would just hurt your feelings, hurt your kids' feelings now, then you don't have to worry about their feelings getting hurt later. Don't wait till they get in trouble, and then you want to sit up there and 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 give them instruction after that. Instruction by error. That's what I call it. Instruction by error. You never see a football team, not even in a preseason. Let somebody get in there who has not time to get in there. They're gonna even with the best quarterback. See the, the what's gonna happen if it like for the 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 dude that plays for the Colts. Um, I forgot his name. He used to play for uh, the Stanford. I remember his name in a minute. But um, they're not gonna let him start. I don't think unless they got unless they got a uh, unless they don't have any quarterbacks. Now, if he was if he was playing for another team that has some you know veteran quarterbacks, they're not gonna let that rookie start. That rookie's gonna have to sit down, even at least until the first quarter is over with, and, and he's gonna have to win that job. But uh, if we're gonna stop sinning, I mean, if we're gonna stop you know pornography or uh, drinking or whatever. And some people sit up there and they argue uh, everything. From is out. Can you drink and go, and go to heaven? Okay, the Bible even tells you: Can you balance? Can you put balance clothes on your chest? Meaning, can you can you can you drink a beer and put it down at the, the first one, or do you got to keep drinking? I mean, it, it's just the entice, it's the enticement of the deal. It's not just uh, no. I'm gonna drink a beer, but I'll just have one. Well, some ladies can do that. But God does not want you patterning your drink. So if you, even if you drunk a beer every day and you only drunk one, God, God doesn't want you doing that. Because the dictionary, uh, uh, I think I don't know if the Webster's changed it, but the alcoholic is anyone who patterns their drinks. I'm gonna look that up once the show is going off. But whoever patterns their drinks, that's an alcoholic. Okay. Now. Uh, I'm going to go see if Susan's back on here. I'm pretty sure she's not. She's probably got a misunderstanding. Yeah, because one of my uh, pages has, it's like nobody's on right now. And then another one, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, so we, uh, we're looking at the end of time and uh, for myself I'm not going to sit up here and um, you know be angry with with anybody as far as uh, 
the church world is concerned. I mean, we got to get off that. We got to get off that. Uh, you know, we're angry for various reasons. And I see people fighting over the pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, fighting because of certain doctrines, fighting for this, fighting for that. And uh, I, I mean, me myself, I don't, I don't understand what's the big deal. I say all the strife. You can have strife on Facebook. You can have strife on Facebook, um, and uh, people seem not to think that strife strife is is is, is just arguing all the time. Some people conjure up arguments. It's like they can't have have it, you know, can't have peace. They gotta always argue about stuff. And me myself, I don't, I don't have the, I don't, I don't have the time to be arguing about some of the silliest stuff in the world. It's just like Jesus coming back pretty soon, even if it was two years from here. I don't want to sit up here arguing with anybody. Um. And a lot of those people on Facebook or YouTube want to sit up there and argue with with each other, you know. Uh, I uh, I uh, was putting a video out uh, a couple of days ago. This has nothing to do with arguing or nothing like that. But uh, I was it was not even about uh, false prophets, really, as far as in general. But I got this program right, and on the program. You you do the video, and then what you do is you uh, render the video, uh, and then after you render it, it goes off. But anyway, I um I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I put um, blah 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 Creflo Dollar as such and such, uh, and Benny Hinn, and it wasn't even about them; it's just about false prophets. Um, I didn't have. I just tried to draw some attention just by the name. So I had left out the F in Creflo, and I was trying to tell somebody that no, I wouldn't tell nobody online. I was just trying to tell somebody that I know that if you leave the L out, then you don't know how to spell it. Creflo. So if you if you if if you leave the F out, that means you accidentally left it out. And there's some such thing as typos. So when when you when you say produce or send, you better check your work because people are gonna think you're not that bright if if you leave out. I mean, if, if see people now in that case, people are judgmental because I I I accidentally sent it and then look up and to to see if that f in the in the way it is the way the program is this black face program where you can make that error very quickly and what I did as soon as I found the error I got rid of the video and I, I, I produced I put another video up there and uh, and and there you have it but uh, I didn't get offended because you know you know I probably think well such and such don't you know you know want any thing to do with somebody else because you see somebody misspelled a word or something like that. I think that's just ridiculous myself. Me, myself, and my treads, sometimes I'll I'll say something and then 
I'll over I, I I I've learned my lesson from a while back to just go ahead and um, proofread all your stuff. But that one day, I just didn't proofread it. I just kind of like did the heading. I and I I didn't think I would mess up on the subheadings or the uh, or the the head the header or the or the name of the video, and that's what happened. Uh, I got my kids every day, and uh, I got my kids most of the time uh, from the, from my wife works the evening shift, and it's not a bad thing. But I I got you know a few thousand hits per month, like this you know not bragging because I I mean if I was bragging trust me it, it wouldn't. It's first of all it's not Christian, but what I'm trying to say is is if I didn't have my kids what would I be doing? So bragging is like, oh, you know, if I didn't have my kids, then I'd be like, oh, look what I'm doing. But you guys never hear about what my numbers are. And it's, it's probably a lot lower than a lot of people on Blog Talk Radio because if if uh, if I didn't, like, if I was just married and only had, you know, bigger kids, and me and my wife knew each other, like, 20 years ago, if we all, I always look at her and say, babe, only if we just went ahead and had our babies back then. But I love my babies, though. Uh, but I, the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, I, this this month I would have 10,000 listens. And you know it's got to be at least 5,000 people. And that's a blessing by itself. So if you look at my, uh, my uh, report on my stats, and then you question, like I, I say, man, is God blessing this thing? And you look at the stats, they're going nothing but up. And when when I first started the show compared to now, I mean, I would start off with 300 listens a month, and now I'm at 10,000 listens, and at my highest in January, it was 20,000. And people probably say, that's not a lot because of Facebook. I don't have the time to even do a Facebook video, I mean, a, a YouTube video. And then when I do it, I sort of freeze up. Um, and even on this show, this show is not scripted. So imagine if I stripped everything and then I stripped my videos and I got the technology to do a decent video. I just never get around to it. I mean, just like I'd rather just go ahead and make it simple like I'm doing now. And not just go out there and bring glory to the Lord, bring glory to Jesus, not bring glory to myself. Because because he's the one we're going to have to stand in front of and give him account. It says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And it says that we should all stand before God to give an account. Um, it, it talks about judgment should begin in the house of the Lord. And I'm going to get judged <coughs> by uh, Jesus himself And see this is for me to glorify God It's not to glorify myself If I glorify myself Then I, I'm in trouble I'm I'm not doing what God wants me to do And that's why I believe what he says Gold when he's saying that Our, our works should be tried in the fire Golds Silvers uh, Stone uh, Hay stubble Um yeah. So if we're not glorifying Christ and we're glorifying ourselves, we got major issues. And then you know, we got to go to we got to give the Lord the the the, the ship. We got to give him the wheel. And I know y'all heard that before. 
you know, as far as giving God the will and being a co-pilot. But um, that's 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 for real. We we don't we don't just give God half the stuff. We got to give God it all. Now, before we go off, I just want to tell y'all, um, I'm glad, I'm blessed to have y'all listen to the show. And like I say, I'm not here to 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 to, to say how you know great I am. Uh, God has given me a blessed me because I battle with this. I battle with, uh, am I doing what God tell, wants me to do? I battle with, um, with is God blessing this uh, ministry or even. And then I tend to forget that the numbers are going higher as I continue to do radio shows. For instance, like I told y'all before, the shows went from 300 a month in 2009 to the, where they are now. If I'm doing shows continuously, they're pretty, I mean, it's like 10,000 this month. And uh, if I was doing shows all the time and I had a grasp on the topics, I'm not saying I don't have a grasp on the topics, but if if I was to, you know, do this show full time, yeah, I would be doing pretty darn good. Now, a lot of a lot of people say, you know, let me see if I'm running out of time because I, I, I'll keep running. I keep talking and talking and talking. And then next thing you know, she be, the, the, the computer be like, you got a few minutes. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm I, to me, I, I believe that we're we're at a crossroads. And uh, I believe that in the next couple of weeks will be very telling. The next couple of days will be telling. Um, I believe that the next couple of weeks will be very telling. Uh, and I don't think this is like any other year. Um, uh, I, I I believe that... Um, I believe we got only a, uh, we got a little bit of time. Oh, come on. I was writing a message to somebody and just dancing around on me. But we got a little time, man. I I mean, like I say to everybody around me, I say, man, we got we got 2 years is a lot. I mean, 2 years, excuse me, 2 years is not a lot. Uh and I don't think we're going that long. I mean, and it's a possibility, a great possibility, that three months could be the time um, that is allotted to the end time prophecies. Um, now we're going to go another seven years because it's a seven year trip. Okay, oh, that's yesterday, tonight at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Makes up. Sorry to be doing something else. Yeah, so so I'm just uh, believing that we are uh, months away or days away from the end time scenario coming. But my 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 best gut instinct says it's now. I mean, I could be wrong. Could be another year or two, but I think we're right there at the doorstep. I can hear I can hear Jesus at the door. And I'm going to be making sure I'm ready 
Um, I'm going to have to make sure I'm ready to uh, hear that trumpet sound. I have to make sure my family's ready. Make sure my family's ready also. Um, Yeah, so I'm sorry. I can't chew gum at the same time. Uh Uh-oh, my bad. Pacific time. Yeah, I can't chew gum and walk at the same time. So I'm writing somebody. uh, uh, I'm writing my my guest for the night an email, which she might have. We might have just got a boo-boo. Uh, that happens sometimes. I've been watching. Um, I've been watching um, Doctor Stanley Stan for a while, and Doctor Stan would have guests call in, and <laughs> they wouldn't. It's like, well, I'm on, I guess I guess I'm on my own tonight, <laughs> so we're gonna just take calls. See, I don't take calls because nobody knows I exist. Well, they could know I exist if I, like I say. I'm not making up any excuses, but two kids, um, I actually got five kids, but two kids with me, three kids, actually. My other kid, my nine-year-old, goes outside all the time, and and, um, he he goes outside and play, but my other two, I'm keeping all day, so um, to to be able to go on um, YouTube, I ain't got the best videos in the world. I'm not even close. I mean, if I had the time, videos are different to me because I have to I have to figure out what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. And it's just so much, so many places, so many avenues that I can go. I kind of just step on my own feet. So I, I just decided to just change everything, not even have my face on there, just have a print of what my show and, and sometimes show up and sometimes don't, you know. And uh, that's the that's the way I'm gonna do it because if I if I try to do it any other way, then I'm just gonna mess it up, and it has to be the Lord doing it, you know. But Rosh Hashanah uh, is 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 a time uh, that is coming quickly upon us, and um, this could be the time when the Lord comes. It's a two-day event. No man knows the day and hour. It's impossible. And I'm getting tired of people saying, you know, no man knows the day and hour. You can't know. And he says, I know when, when you're going to know when I'm at the door. It's almost like they're not listening. They just want to do what they want to do in life. And we shouldn't know anything because they say so. Well, I'm telling you now, Jesus said we'll know when he's at the door. We'll know when he's at the door. Uh, that's, that's, one of, that's the name of... That's the name of the, the the feast, the the feast of the doors. That's what it's called. Another name for it is the feast that no one knows the day and hour, but the Father. That's the name of the feast. Um, there's a lot of names of the feast: the feast of trumpets, the feast of the alarms, or the sounding of the alarms. Uh, it's a it's it's a lot of names to. Uh, this this time that that 
that's supposed to be closely coming. Um, th- this year, the Feast of Trumpets is uh, the 16th, 17th, 18th, or actually the 17th and 18th, probably, at sundown, with sunset. And uh, it is going to come upon the earth very quickly. Now, I would like to read, 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 um, to do a show probably tomorrow. Well, I got a guest coming on tomorrow. Hopefully they show up because, um, tomorrow, um, I got, uh, well, at least one person is supposed to be showing up. And see, that's, that's, that's the thing I'm dealing with right now is I'm dealing with, uh, just, People are being, you know, the people are pretty busy, so I, I don't even bother with them no more. I'm just going to probably just do a show once a week. Um, I don't have the time to try to get people on the show as much. Uh, I just don't have the show, the time. Uh, if they show up, they show up. Uh, if they don't, they don't. Um but it's, it's God say so if they're going to, if, if, if they show up. You know, and and I'm not gonna even worry about it. Um, and I, you get kind of you get kind of like, wow, man. I mean, it, it, time is short anyway. I've been doing this thing for three years, and I'm gonna keep going into the last minute. Uh, hopefully, the last minute is pretty soon, pretty quick. Uh, I don't have no shame in my game no more. Saying that this world, this I don't know the word for it. this world stinks. Uh, the world stinks in a handbasket. Uh, and uh, there are people just not getting it. Uh, I'm just hoping that uh, uh, Jesus, sorry, if we come back. Uh, there was a kid, a four-year-old kid got killed, and, and teenagers were supposed to be getting charged for it. And that just made me think, man. It's just like, I mean, what, what, I mean, what is this world for? I mean, what, what, what's, what's the great thing about being born when you you don't direct your kid to Jesus Christ? Um. Anyway, I just got a little message came in from Facebook saying that the uh, rapture and the second coming are the same thing. And that really irritates the living daylights out of me. Not that I have any problem with post-trippers, uh, mid-trippers, but I'm just saying, man. And they're just so arrogant about it. Just like, it's like, it's, it's, it's sort of like, I feel like Jesus Christ, when he, I mean, when he was getting uh, attacked by people, and I just feel like, you know, it's just like, man, for real. I mean, y'all actually cocky about it that we're gonna stay here in the tribulation period. I mean, just great. You you guys have everything to look forward to, and and I just think it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. And if that if that's what y'all want, that's what if what if what if God says, well, those who aren't looking and those who don't want me to come back and those who are saying that I'm gonna just uh, 
you know, the church is going to be here. What if he actually says, okay, y'all going to be here then? For those who want to go, let's go. Pack your bags. Now, could he say that? Or maybe God, maybe maybe there's something there where he allows people to be, to say that there's going to be a rapture, and he allows people to say that there isn't going to be one when there's actually going to be one. So maybe they're saved and they're going to they're going to be raptured, but maybe he allows. Now is that heresy? Is it a is the rapture of the church, which is the resurrection? Now they say the resurrection is going to be at the end of the tribulation period, and we say the resurrection is going to be at the beginning of the tribulation period. And I'm trying to nail it down. Are they going to be responsible? And are they going to get their resurrection when they say it's going to be? Me, myself, I believe they're going to be really surprised. Now, I don't believe... I, 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 is the rapture a surprise? Now, is the rapture still a mystery? He says, I show you a mystery. We should not all sleep, but we should be changed. Now, if it was still a mystery when he said we should all be sleep, we should be changed, then could it be that maybe God made it that way for a purpose? Because sometimes division is sometimes strength. You say, well, when is division and strength? Well, evidently, there was the, the church has grown humongously just by churches separating each other. It's like a metamorphosis. One jumps off the other and starts another congregation. Now, is that gospel? No, I'm just I'm not saying it's gospel. I believe that that God didn't cover denominations leaving each other. But I know in the Book of Acts. There are people kind of splitting. In the Corinthians, people were splitting. But we're going to all find out in the not-too-distant future what, what what was this thing. Now, remember, at the rapture of the church, there's going to be an instant, instant time, instant second, actually not even a second, a splint, twinkle of an eye, when the church will be judged just at that split second, that split one-sixth of a second, one-twelfth of a second, that the people who were playing playing around and and were thorns, acting as if they were wheat, are going to be uh, are going to be um, thinking that they're 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 saved, but they're not really saved. And then they're going to be people who believe that. I guess I ain't gonna be able to do no at ninety seconds, but this thing is not moving. So if I can't, I'm gonna try to go a little bit longer, but I'm not be I'm not having any luck here. I'm trying to move the thing up, and it's not going up. It's, I got like a minute. Okay, here we go. See if I can just extend it thirty more minutes. I gotta hit that button though. Okay, I'll see if I got some time. So I'm extending it for 30 more minutes because I just wanted to make a point. It's going to take me 30 minutes to make a point that, um, yeah, it is a blessed hope to be able to be raptured and to hear that trumpet sound and to stand in front of Jesus. And it said that in Luke 21, uh, that pray that you can be found worthy to escape. Now I had a brother 
uh, tell me that the word escape means to flee, which she might be correct, but aren't you fleeing from the wrath that shall come? And aren't you fleeing? Ain't that ain't that ain't that sort of a way where? Uh, but fleeing is on you. So could it be that if it's on us, could we be saying, God, I want to be saved? I mean, because it's a decision you make. Now the Bible says that you cannot come unto God unless you, <laughs> He draws you. But don't you still have to make that decision? So to flee. From the wrath that shall come, or as he should take us from the wrath that shall come, it's still a method of fleeing. So if he wants to say escaping is escape out the building, pray that you shall escape. Now the word escape means to just leave the building. Now did Lot escape? Now Lot took off, but uh, did he leave the earth? No. And Noah took off, and did he leave the earth? No. But as you read um, Thessalonians, First Thessalonians four, it says the Lord Himself. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and read it because I don't want to just quote it. I can quote it, but I'm I'm not. <clears throat> it says that the Lord it says. Let me find it. It says, "For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. It says comfort, which says wherefore comfort one another with these words. So that's a comfort. That's a comfort. If you're in the tribulation period, and you, you you and you're in the second half of the tribulation period when rocks and stuff are falling. I guess you could say, yeah, that's a comfort. Uh, when when there are beasts flying through the air, stinging people. Of course, it won't be stinging Christians or believers. Um, but those are comforting words, I guess. But I don't really. I don't know what to say about that because I, I don't believe in those are comforting. I don't think nothing going to comfort you in the tribulation period. Now, people are saying that, okay, God is going to reserve people in the tribulation period. That might be the case. But it's going to be a lot of reserving. Because what you guys tell me is that, well, God's been letting... Uh, uh, people, missionaries been dying all over the world for centuries. So you're saying that God is going to reserve the church, and then you're saying in another mouth that uh, uh, he's going to reserve uh, people or Christians, which makes no sense at all. Because if the whole world's under judgment, where can the Christian hide? Now, I believe the movies. You probably say, well, you believe the movies. Yeah, I believe the movies. I believe Thief in the Night and and, and all those movies where the Christians are hiding out. It's a, it's, a, it's a movie called The Moment After. Yeah, they're hiding out. They hide in these refugees. It's not refugee camps. It's, it's hidden Christian camps. And they're hiding. <coughs> Excuse me. And they're hiding from... Uh, the government, the the beast, 
the beast system. Now, like I said before, the rapture and the second coming are the same events, but two separate events. It's 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 like the brother, uh, so-called brother. I don't know if he's like your brother, but I'm just saying <laughs> the guy from I just call him the guy from uh, Blog Talk saying that the whole the the Trinity is a blasphemy. I mean, this this Trinity is this the, the heresy they call the Trinity, and there's only going to be one million people raptured. I mean, he doesn't deny the rapture, but he says there's only going to be one million. You can see this guy from afar off. You probably say, "Why are you listening to him?" Because I eat the meat and spit out the bones. He says, "I like to watch him and listen to him because he says some of the craziest stuff." He says in the first rapture, it's going to be two raptures. He said in the first rapture, there's going to be. Uh, he said in the first rapture, there's going to be one million people raptured. Now, folks, if one million people raptured tonight, you're not going to really miss one million people. Come on now. Y'all hear me? Now, keep in mind, he's not counting the age of accountability. He's just counting one million people. So he never brought up the age of accountability. So he's saying that all kids are going to go into the tribulation period. Which, to me, is very unusual for even the post in the mid. Because children are innocent. So why would they receive the wrath of God? Not all kids, but I'm saying all the kids who are under the age of accountability who who don't practice sin, they're innocent, but they don't understand the cross. Now, there's some four-year-olds that practice sin. And say, well, how can you practice sin if you? Yeah, there's some four-year-olds that bust their doggone cousins or friends upside the head, or or take things that aren't theirs, or yell at their parents. Yeah, they still in the age of accountability because if you they they may not understand the cross. Now, at the time of the rapture, so now and change the subject is accountability. At the time of the rapture, um. Uh, if the, child, if the child is practicing wickedness and they're like, you know, too young to understand the cross, then yeah, they're okay. But there are going to be some surprises in that time where a four-year-old could be still here. Say, so how can you? How can a four-year-old be still here? I don't know. But I believe that if a four-year-old is practicing sin and they're smart enough to understand the cross, because I've seen smarter four-year-olds than I saw smarter seven-year-olds. Now, it's not going to be a, it's going to be very few four-year-olds. Like maybe it's it's always going to be the odds of having a four-year-old is like the odds of winning a state lottery, and maybe just a hundred thousand dollars state lottery. But the odds for five-year-old are much higher, and the odds for seven-year-old is much, much higher. And the odds for eight. Now, there are going to be some nine-year-olds that's gone and some seven-year-olds still here because the nine-year-old was innocent, didn't know knew the cross, but still under the age of accountability, didn't really understand the cross. Because I didn't really understand the cross until I got a little bit older. So there are going to be some 13-year-olds gone 
and some seven-year-olds still here. Because maybe the seven-year the the seven-year-old was innocent, but didn't understand the cross for the thirteen. Oh, excuse me, let me reverse that. The thirteen-year-old was innocent, but didn't really understand the cross. Now, I think the numbers as the numbers go up, I have a hard time believing it, because some people say, well, the age of accountability is probably nineteen, twenty. Unless the dude got dropped on his head. I don't think there's going to be too many 18-year-olds going in rapture unless they have Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Is that my opinion? I hate to say it. I don't think, I, don't, I mean, just think about it. The majority of kids that go to my kids' high school is going to miss the rapture if they don't have Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Now, they, the kids that are in the ninth grade are 14 years old. Might be even be a 13-year-old there. But those kids can go in there and do basic algebra. I'm pretty sure they can understand the cross. Now, is he going off of a test that maybe he's giving you in your lifetime? Say, can you understand the cross? No. Or yeah, or whatever. No, I don't think so. What I, what I believe the Bible teaches me is that people who uh, reject the cross is one thing. But people, God understands the very hair on your head. So God knows questions before you even ask. So like, for instance, what I was thinking is, okay, God says that he will never, he will not keep anything to, from those who love him. So if that's the case, <clears throat> if God was to ask me right now, if, if I know my family's going to get left behind, do I want my cat to go with me? He already knows what I'll say. No, I want I want them to keep my family company. And first, first of all, I want my family to go with me. <laughs> That's the number one issue. But I'm just saying, I mean, let's just say Joe Blow down the street, who's a Christian, Joe, brother Joe Blow, and 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 he and God wanted to know what what is what what's his favorite drapes, so he could put it in his mansion. Uh, and he says, well, I like the orange color. Okay, and then he gets to heaven and says, oh, wow, I like these orange colors. But he never asked them. He just knew what he thinks. That's pretty deep, ain't it? Or try this on for size. At the judgment seat of Christ, he summons everybody to be judged all at the same time. So I'm at your judgment. You're at my judgment. You're at your friend's judgment. She's at my judgment. You catch my wind. Everybody's at everybody's judgment all at the same time. He just going, he says one word, and we all go into a million, a trillion different dimensions. And everybody's at everybody's judgment, and everybody has the memory to to restrain all the information that they need to restrain, which is probably very little because remember the judgment seat is just that, and it's probably going to go out the window right after that day. But the the things that you're going to be doing in heaven will come to play because remember your 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 um, works to be judged by as by fire, and everybody's going to see it. And those dark things that people have been practicing that have not been repented, they might not be there in the first place. They might not be in heaven anyway. Because the things that you were practicing kept you out of heaven. But what about the things that does not lead to sin, does not lead to death? The gossip here, the gossip's there, everywhere, duck, duck. No, I'm just kidding. But there are, there are sins that do not lead to death. 
He says, I don't want to, I'm not bringing those up, just the sins that lead to death. Like murder, gossip, all of that stuff, strife. Because if that's all you like to do is fuss with your with your kin, you got problems already. So what we're going to be doing here uh, is continuing to do radio shows and uh, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ because he is coming soon. I think the devil has just arrived. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to see if I can find a brother, one of the brother's songs. And I'm going to start getting uh, more songs. But anyway, uh, stand by. You might even hear a loud noise. Just stand by. I got to find his song, though. Just hold on. Let me do a commercial right quick. October 30th, 1991, President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcturnan.name.
All right, to finish up the show today, uh, God is actually here. I made a comment for something. It was an inside joke. Uh, today, uh, I just wanted to tell y'all that um, uh, God is uh, coming back soon, Jesus, and we need to be ready uh, for his coming. Um there are going to be things that are going to happen to you if you if you're walking with the Lord, uh, even if you you, you start if if you if you if you are heading towards walking with the Lord, even you're going to be a threat, uh, a threat to the devil's kingdom. He's going to always send things your way. And, it, and you're going to be thinking that it's not strategized against you, but it is. I always say that we live in a matrix. And every human being that's walking around has no idea that they have to make a choice. Either stay neutral or choose Jesus. You don't have to necessarily be a satanic worshiper. Or you don't have to be a, a a pimp or a prostitute or a murderer or a thief to go to hell. You just be neutral. Jesus provided a way for the, us on the cross that all our sins and all our burdens will be carried upon by him. Jesus died on the cross for your sins and mine. And the only way that we can get back to God the Father is through him, Jesus Christ. God has his arms wide open and we must come to him. The only way, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. The only way that we can be saved is through Jesus Christ. We might fall for all kinds of lies. We might fall for all kinds of pastors telling us this or that, or telling us that um, if you said a prayer 20,000 years ago, you're okay. But that's not true. There is no such thing as saying a prayer five years old and then being okay and not thinking about God at all during your daily life. The Lord wants us and he wants all of us. He doesn't want half of you. He doesn't want to share you with the world. The people love the world so much. People love the world so much that they 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 turn around and they walk away and go the opposite direction. Anytime Jesus is mentioned, people cringe. For they show, they love the world so much, they took their own lives to themselves to do what they want to do. But what they fail to realize is in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, put him on the cross, nailed him to the cross. 
Life is short, folks. Even to those who have lived a hundred years. When you really look at it, those people that you see at the grocery store or at the mall or at your face of work, every single person will be dead in a hundred years. Most of them. There's only a few to make it to a hundred. If the Lord should tarry that long, it would only be a few that make it that long. So people live life as if they would never die. That means life tomorrow will never come. And when I say tomorrow, I mean their death day. You can walk out of the house tomorrow and it'd be your rapture day. It'd be the day that you meet the death reaper. Stop thinking that you're never going to die. Nobody walks outside the house thinking they're going to die who actually died that day. And if they died in their own house, they don't wake up thinking they're going to die in their own house. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And true that, he does bring peace. When your eyes are stayed on Jesus, he brings perfect peace. People are depressed. People are depressed these days because they don't keep their eye on Jesus. Somewhere is a breakup. We got to put our eyes on Jesus. And I say no wonder why some people are depressed because they don't even think Jesus is coming back for his own people. They've been taught that, you know, Jesus will come back at the end of the tribulation when all the rocks and all the animals and everything fell from the sky and all hell broke loose and Jesus said that no flesh will be saved. That's not the truth. The truth is, is that Jesus will come back for his own. And that is the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our God. He is our Savior. He is our Lord. We need to live for Jesus daily. Every day, we need to be a follower of Christ rather than a fan. There are many fans. There are many people who put the T-shirts on and say, you know, I love Jesus, and, and put the necklaces on like with the cross and all these things, but they don't, they don't, care about Jesus and then there's some people who are in the churches today who believe Jesus is a sugar daddy or God is a sugar daddy they just care about the loaves of bread and the mirror they don't they don't look at the message the message that Jesus can give you eternal life and that life is in the hand of the father and Jesus can give you eternal life and being neutral will give you eternal damnation yes there is a hell Jesus paid the penalty to keep you out of hell and today is the day of salvation not tomorrow, not next week not three weeks from here, not two years from here not seven years from here it might be too late don't put it off. Don't put it off any any further. 
I'm not going to tell y'all what I think. Believe that Jesus Christ is coming back very soon. And by the time it is all said and done, he would have came and got, and got his people, and you would have never had any time to change your mind. Today is the day. I beg you, you listen to this program. I thank you for listening, but I plead with you. God bless everybody out there. I plan to do a show tomorrow morning at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. God bless y'all. Uh, I uh, hope to have a couple of guests on, but as far as I'm seeing, I'm probably not going to have that many people on. But God bless y'all. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.